Welcome to the PVN College Podcast, where our goal is to grow students in the love and knowledge of Jesus Christ. In today's episode, we're going to talk about being there for others when they're suffering. What are ways we can help other people during their time of need? Our guest today is Fredo Reyes. Fredo, welcome to the podcast, man. What's up, man? You doing all right? Dude, I'm doing well. Cool. It's good to see you again. Good, it's to, good see to see you, too, man. Again. Things going okay? Yeah. 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 Haven't had a haircut since the pandemic started, so I'm feeling wow. a little raggedy, but it look, well, it doesn't look raggedy. Thanks, man. It looks it looks awesome. Appreciate it. Okay. So today we're I'm glad you're with us today because we're talking about something very, very unique. Um, we're talking about helping other people when they're suffering, right? Not so much ourselves, and and I'm sure that'll be in a different podcast. But you know, there are so many good resources out there. Here, here's why I wanted to do this. There are so many good resources out there for Christians when when we're the ones suffering. Right. You know, when you're the one going through the ordeal. You know, here's a book. Here's here's fifty books. Here's fifty podcasts. Here's all these different things for when you're suffering. But I've found in my own life, right? In my own life, when when I see other people suffering, I struggle empathizing with them. I, I, I flip a switch, and I'm, I'm not as good a listener as I used to be. I become very impatient, and the list just kind of goes on and on. But when I'm suffering, my theology is, is airtight. Right. You know, I've got all the books open. The prayer life is great. But when other people are suffering, I'm the one that, that really struggles. So I thought it would be helpful for us to take some time to learn not so much how we can suffer well, but how can we help other people when they're in pain? Right. Um, so this is normally the part of the podcast where I list the credentials of the person that I'm speaking with. Um, so this is an interesting area to be credentialed in. But right. So when it comes to helping someone close to you who's suffering, you, my friend, have had a lot of experience in the last couple of years. So before we actually get into kind of the Q&A portion, can you just share a little bit of that experience of what, what things have been like the last couple of years? Yeah, of course. Uh, to start off, really, it kind of starts with me. Uh, when I was young, I lost my mom. I yeah. was four, and my dad went to prison a year after. Mm. So I kind of lost both parents young. My dad yeah. got out of prison, and we, I ended up moving back in with him. But, you know, it's kind of formative to yeah. my experience and who I was as a person kind of became a little calloused. Yeah. Uh, so that's always been something I've dealt with. So mm. I can totally understand where you're coming from on yeah. how to handle this kind of thing. Uh, so, of course, that happened with me. And growing up, you know, I just always was pretty cold when it came, came to this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I meet some people after graduating high school and start going to church. Mm. And the guy who was the youth pastor that baptized me ended up dying by suicide a couple wow. years later. Um, and that was, you know, before I met April. So that kind of right. was another thing. Right. And, uh, then me and April went and met and we started dating and within the month of us dating her dog that she had had for over a mm. decade past. And yeah. then her dad was diagnosed with cancer. That's why. So that April's, same month. Right. So April is your now April's wife, my wife, right? Mm-hmm. April's your now wife. And kind of a fun fact is that April and I were good friends in middle school right. and we and that's how we became friends and then the next time I saw her was as a 
26-year-old or so, and she brought along her husband to PVN College, which is right. you, which is how we met. It's just, it's just crazy how God orchestrates all those things right, together. Yeah. So so April's dad was diagnosed with cancer while you guys were dating. The first month we started dating. And, first uh, month. What she said was, hey, you know, you didn't expect this or, you know, you yeah. didn't go in knowing this. If you want out, you, here's your out. Yeah. And why would I do that? Mm. So, you know, it could have been, the easy thing would have been to say, all right, I'm out. But, yeah. you know, if you're serious about being in a relationship, you're going to stick it through. Right. So right. I was there and it's a lot of nights in the hospital. It's yeah. pretty rough. Um, he passed that year. Right. So he was in so December. He died, he died so, within a year of his diagnosis? Within a year. Okay, yeah. got it. So he was diagnosed in March of mm-hmm. uh I have to keep up with the years because it all kind of runs together. No, sure. 2013, and then he passed in December of 2013. Wow. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Gotcha. You know, after that happened, it's kind of tough. You know, she would ask why. Right. That was her dad. Right. And uh, we got married in 2016. Two years later, in November of 2018, one of my best friends dies in a car wreck. Mm. Oh, that's right. Cody. Cody. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, three months later. Well, yeah, two, three months later in January, her mom passed away. Was April's mom died. April's mom died. Suddenly, Suddenly right? Suddenly, yeah. It wasn't yeah. any kind of disease or anything. It's just right, right. cardiac arrest is what we were told. Yeah. But, well, and, and the reason I wanted you to kind of walk some of the listeners through just, just kind of a snapshot of what you and, and, and April have been through is, you know, it, it's one thing for, you know, me who has lived a relatively – you know, everyone goes through their own brand of suffering or right. their own type of suffering, but it's it really means something to people. You know, someone who is not in a, in a season of suffering, who is talking about how good God is all the time, it's very easy for people, especially non-believers, to look at that and, and say the same thing that, that Satan said about Job at the beginning was, of course Job worships you. Look at everything he's got. He's he's got the four hundred one k in the yeah. garage, and he's doing he's doing great. Like he's he's doing he's doing so well. Um, but when you take things away from him, that that's where the real thing is. Right. And so I think it's just such a strong testimony when we hear believers who have been through it talk about how Jesus actually has helped them in the midst of the suffering. Right. You know, and 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 they've grown in the midst. Of, I just think that makes the message. It makes Jesus. Real, if that is, does that make sense? Is that the right way to yeah, say that? I mean, absolutely. To me, the only way we made it through was mm. through Jesus. You know, when sure. they passed, it wasn't. You know, a, it was sad and we grieved, but it wasn't just a grief session. We celebrated their life and mm. we had peace in knowing that they were being called home. Yeah, you know, it's not just you're dying or you died. Right, you got called home. Right, for sure. Well, okay, so Fredo. Let's let's get into it. So you've got let's let's just do let's go through, let's go with four if that's cool with you. Yeah, that's cool with me. So four things that you have learned about being there for someone else that is suffering. So so you know you you had a spouse who really experienced some deep deep trouble. It, it which is weird, which is a weird place to be. And I think we as because you know, my wife has lost her dad as well, and that was a couple of years ago for us. It was. It weird is a word that I would use because it's not you're not the one directly going through it. You know what I mean? Like you're going through it for sure. But directly you're not. So 
And that's just a strange space to navigate. So if you can help us, what are four things, maybe four tools or, or concepts that you think it would be good for other people to know about being there for someone else who's going through it? Well, I kind of latched on to the word grief. Um, that's kind of, you know, the when you talk about suffering and the kind of suffering we've gone through, it was, a lot of it is grief. And mm. uh, one of the main things to me you have to realize is that everybody's grief is valid no wonder no matter where it's coming from mm. you know someone could lose a treasured pet and that's just as valid of grief or suffering as someone's mm. parent passing yeah. you just don't know yeah. the level of connection there was there you know yeah. some people just connect differently to different things mm. and everybody's grief is valid yeah you can't downplay somebody else's Right. suffering because you've suffered in a different way. Yeah. Well, and I think that's such a good point because it's so easy. Like, if I can't relate to what you're going through, it's very hard for me to in any way empathize or or anything. Right. Or be it's very hard for me to be there for you if I don't if I don't validate what you're going through. Right. If I don't appreciate the fact that 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 you're really hurting right now, it's hard for me to be there. So okay, so all grief is valid. Is that is that the right way to say yeah, that? Yeah. That's how I would say it. Yeah. And secondly, everybody copes differently and you have to learn mm. how that person you're with or being there for copes. Yeah. April copes by kind of having dark humor just developed after all this happened. <laughs> really? So a lot of people that aren't used to it kind of look at it sideways or um, yeah. it's just how she copes. You yeah. just have to accept that and that's mm. she changed. That's who she is now. Yeah. And that's another thing. You just have to accept change. Yeah. People will change through because of suffering. Well, and to your point in terms oh, man, that's such a good point in terms of everybody copes differently. And that's really particularly hard when either your spouse or the person you're dating, or maybe it's just your best friend, when they cope differently than you would cope. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? Because that's where like I don't know about like you and April, but like Kristen and I would cope with things very, very differently. I'm, I'm very much the, the wear my emotions on my sleeves kind of thing. We've got to talk about it. Let's right. talk about yeah. it. Why can't we talk about it? You know, and Kristen is not that Kristen needs to check out a screen and decompress and get some right. time on her own. Like, and that there's a tension there because now it's, you're grieving obviously. And I'm frustrated because I don't understand how you're Grieving, right? You know what I mean. Like, yeah. how, so I'm, how do you? Yeah, I'm, go. I'm the suffering silence type. I just need to be left alone. And yeah, I'm just gonna be sad for a little bit. Yeah, and I just need to do that alone. If you're, if your friend, and I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but if you have a friend who grieves differently than you do, what what what, what advice do you have for that person? All right, my friend is going through a really hard time. I'm trying to be there for him, but right. they just are grieving in a way that is totally foreign to me. What what, what should I do then? when it comes to this type of thing, point blank, you just have to ask, hey, you know, I know you're struggling or yeah. you're going on, you have this going on, like, how do you deal with this? How can mm. I be there for you? Do you need to be left alone? Do mm. I need to just, do we need to go see a movie? Do we need to just take your mind off of this? Like, what can I do mm-hmm. to help you? Uh, mm-hmm. y- you have to listen. You have to, you have to be intentional about being there for somebody. Mm. That's my third thing. You have to be intentional. Being in so so making the effort to because I think you're right. Like so so to keep that same advice of people who are grieving differently. All right, now being intentional. Um, 
I go to you, you're grieving, I'm trying to be there for you, and you just want to be left alone. The most intentional, loving thing I can do then, even if it pains me, right. is to give you that space. Yeah. Is that right? And you have to learn those things and mm. not have your feelings hurt by it. Yeah. Like you yeah. have to accept that, hey, that's how they cope. That's how they handle this sort of thing. And it's not on me. That's mm-hmm. it's nothing I'm doing. That's just how they handle these things. Right. You're not doing anything wrong. Right. It would be wrong for you to keep pushing and try to get them to, okay, it would be wrong for you to keep pushing and trying to get them to grieve on your terms. Right. Is that right? Does that make sense? Because that invalidates their grief. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. I, I'm trying to connect the dots, Fred. This is really, so, okay. So, all grief is valid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, being intentional. And then the second one, I guess, like you had talked about, was people grieve in different ways. Is that right? Yeah, they kind of all blend together. No, you know, that's good. The main umbrella thing is being intentional. You know, mm-hmm. you also have to learn some things that you really don't think about. Like, I have to remember the days that these people passed. Because I know I may be having a great day at work or have some great news, but if she comes home from work and I'm happy-go-lucky and I totally blanked out on the fact that this week is the week Mm. of the anniversaries, that's really inconsiderate and insensitive of me. Mm. I have to be intentional in memorizing those days and knowing that these are times for me to be there for her. Right, right. Oh, man, so helpful. All right. Dude, we this is awesome and we've got time. So is there is there another one that you could throw out here, another piece of advice? Um, you need to grieve yourself. Like you have mm-hmm. to learn that you can suffer too. Just because okay. they're suffering doesn't mean that you're not allowed to either. Mm-hmm. And you need to remember that because if not, you're going to bottle that up and it's going to come out. Yeah, and you and that I think you're right. And, and if you are trying to internalize all that, it, it could worst case scenario. I think you could pop off on the one that you're trying to be there for right. in the first place. Well, example for you: one of my best friends died. Right, right. And her mom died. Right. I'm still allowed to grieve for my friend. Yeah. Even though those dates are so close. Mm-hmm. And you know we can grieve together. Yeah. But I'm allowed to grieve. Right. It's her mom, but it's also my best friend. Right. And just being honest in that mm-hmm. in that weird space together right. of, of, Hey, this is what, this is how I know this is how you're feeling, but this is also how I'm feeling as well. And that's, man, that's, that can be so, so hard. And I think to your point, this is where it's, I think to me, it's obvious that we just can't do this in our own strength. Right. Right. We, we've, we've got to, can you just speak for a second about, all right, this is a horrible day for me and for her for two totally different reasons. We're grieving in different ways. You know, the, you light that fuse and it's going to be trouble. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. But Christ comes. What role does Jesus play in that hard situation? You just kind of have to know that there's a reason these things happen, and you really have to have faith. The definition of faith is giving your full trust in yeah. something. Yeah. And you have to have faith in the Lord that these things happen for a reason. Mm. And even though those things happen, He's still good. Yeah. Like he's still there for us. Right. He still loves us, and we have to find peace in that. Right. And, right. you know, a big thing for us was worship music. Like, really? Life sucks, but you still need to worship. Yeah. Like, um, like, did you listen to music, if you don't mind? Like, is this in the living room? Is this in the commute? Is this... Whenever Both. you needed to, yeah. 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 You know, sometimes you just pop some headphones in, and like I 
mm. said I suffer in silence, but I do listen to music. Yeah, that yeah, helps a lot. Mm. Any go-to worship songs? Uh, it's okay a lot of not. Hillsong United. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love Hillsong. Big, no school like fan. the old school, yeah. man. So uh, completely. A lot, a lot of that, but um, it's kind of mm. whatever, whatever is good for you. Yeah, and it, you know, it's not necessarily just worship music either. Whatever. Yeah, helps you because you know we've all been given gifts for a reason, and to appreciate those things to me is an act of worship. Yeah, like maybe you're listening to a podcast about something you find interesting. Like mm-hmm. that could be an, an act of appreciation of the gifts somebody's been given, an mm-hmm. act of worship. Well, and I think to your point, especially with with that, a lot of times when we're suffering, we really, really, or when people near us are suffering, we we go way, if this is the right way to say this, we go so overboard on the theology aspect right. of it that we almost burn out right. that way. Yeah. And we forget to, like my big thing with students is saying, and, and it's a way to disarm them, but I say, when was the last time you went to Dairy Queen? And they're yeah. like, what, what do you, that's not in the Old Testament. What are you talking right. about? And I'm like, that, that's part of the point, though, is you're about to, you're about to bust. Like you're, you're so overwhelmed. You've got to go out and just like do something that you enjoy to decompress, right? right? To let yeah. that out. Is that is that fair to say? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you need to uh, find those things that mm-hmm. get your mind off of it too. Because if you only focus on suffering, you're just going to keep suffering. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's okay mm-hmm. to have. It's okay to be happy when you're suffering. Yeah. And yeah. that's you know something you have to learn. Mm-hmm. Good advice. Yeah. Good advice, man. And I and I really like what you said about just practically for me is is remembering that people grieve differently and being intentional to to help that person grieve because it's about them they're the ones that are going through it right. assuming you're not going through anything your friend is going through something your spouse is going through something being intentional and trying to be sure that they are allowed to grieve on their terms be that with you or without you right. and i and i struggle with that cuz i'm i want to fix it you know i want to help i want to and the Ryan the best way you can help right now is to not help right you know what i mean and that I, that completely fries my brain, but that's what Christ has called us to right. do intentionally and to remember the days, remember these 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 sad anniversaries. It sounds weird to say it, but you need to put them in your calendar because mm. you're going to forget. Yes. It's not your right thing to remember. It's not engraved in your mind. Yeah. And I know when one of those days is coming because I can see it on her face. Mm, you can tell she's starting I can tell to... It's, 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 she doesn't mm. even know why she's upset, but yeah. I know that's yeah. it's one of those days. Mm. Let me let me ask you one more question, then we get into further resources. When my um, wife's dad was passing away, I was, I was freaking out because I didn't know what right. to do. You know, I don't know how to handle it. And one of the things my dad said, which is where we got the title from this podcast, is um, for this particular episode was... He said, just be there. Right. Just be present. You don't right. have to. It's, it's okay that you don't feel everything that she feels. It, it, that, that's okay. It's okay that you don't know everything to do, but just be there. Right. Um, does that make sense? Can you expand on that a little bit? Is that yeah, fair? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the part people forget or overlook or just unintentionally take part in is when somebody's suffering, when the suffering is obvious, everybody's there. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes to the funeral, to the viewing. A month or two later, when food stops showing up at the house or people mm. start checking it, stop checking in, that's when you need to be checking in. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, now they're alone. Yes. Now yes. the the big part of it's over, but that's sometimes the hardest part. Right. Because you're not distracted by having to get all these things together. Right. Or pick up the pieces, you know, it's not. 
And suffering isn't just death. It's you sure, know, sure. other things too, but it applies to there too. Like mm-hmm. when your friend doesn't get to graduate because COVID, mm-hmm. like you need to be there for them when that happens. But later on also remember they didn't get to do this thing that you might've gotten to do mm. and have empathy in that yeah and you reach out and check in man i think that's so being intentional having this empathy understanding that people grieve differently i mean i think that's huge for covid in terms of because i've heard so many people say about this last group of high schoolers is who cares that you didn't get a a, a, a real quote-unquote graduation right. who cares? come on and and it's all these much, much, much older adults who their graduation is long in the past. They got to have they it. Yeah, and who got to have it. Yeah. I, I was listening to someone speak on this and they said, We got to have that light at the end of the tunnel. Some yes. people had a really bad time in high school and didn't get to really close the book on that because they mm. didn't get to have their graduation. They didn't get to reach that light at the right. end of the tunnel. Right. And we really have to empathize. Validate their grief. Validate their grief. Yeah. Like, yeah, to us, mm. it's not just graduation, it's just high school. It's like, no. like, But not to these a are high schooler. Te- these are teenagers. Yeah. And this is, you know, one of the biggest right. marks in their life right now. 100%. And we're dismissing it like it's no big deal. Mm. Mm. Good lessons. Good lessons. Fredo, before we, before we end it here, any other resources you think people could check out? Uh, it's a book about being in relationships, um, which kind of s- sounds weird, but I think everybody should read it. Yeah. It's, uh, the five love languages. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, the main reason being is, you know, I read it to be a better partner, better spouse, but yeah. really it, I wish I'd read it a lot earlier because it's taught mm-hmm. me to be more intentional with everyone. Like everyone loves differently and we're called to love each other right everybody receives love differently and we have yep. to learn how each person we mm. come in contact with loves yeah I, I, th- I think it's mm. a huge deal to learn those things i don't disagree at all i would also recommend two books one called being there by dave Furman, and another book called what grieving people wish you knew by nancy guthrie um, we'll link all these in our podcast fredo thank you man for no being problem, with man. us today it was a pleasure for more information on this topic, message us on Instagram at PVN College. Listen to the PVN College podcast through Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Watch this podcast on Instagram TV at PVN College or on our YouTube page, Pleasant Valley North. We love you guys, and we'll see you next time.